The U.S. stock market continues its roller coaster ride this week. Stocks surged Friday after seeing a run of losses over the past month. The ups and downs aren't what we're used to seeing. Considering President Trump took so much credit when markets were hitting record highs, does he now deserve blame for the volatility? This is TikTok. I'm David Myers. Joining me today is Bloomberg Businessweek economics editor Peter Coy, who wrote about that question for this week's Businessweek cover story. Thanks for joining us today, Peter. Thank you. How would you describe the state of the U.S. stock market over the past few months? Well, since October, it's been kind of grim, and especially since the beginning of December. Uh, December was really a really uh, very bad month for the U.S. stock market. The S&P 500 came within a hair's breadth of a bear market, which means 20% decline from its peak. I think it got to like 19.8%. Rebounded a bit, but like right around Christmas was the worst of all. The day before Christmas, stock market declined very steeply, and volatility jumped. Um, since then, it's been off and on, some good days, some bad days. Um, so we'll have to see uh, where it goes from here. But yeah, it hasn't been pretty. We had a little glitch in the stock market last month, but it's still up, I guess, around 30% from the time I got elected. And it's, it's going to go up once we settle trade issues. And once a couple of other things happen, it's going to go up. It's got a long way to go. So that nightmare before Christmas, as some people call it, that wasn't what we're used to. So describe what we saw really in the first two years of President Trump's tenure. Well, that was the uh, Trump bump. That was the period really starting from his election in November 2016, right up until roughly October of this past year, when the market rose smartly. It was really good times. Um, And some of the Democrats, some of the people who voted against him, were hated to give Trump credit for that. You know, they would think that was really just a legacy of the Obama era or had Mm -hmm. something to do with lower oil prices or uh, the Fed or whatever else you want. Um, But it does seem pretty clear to me that at least it was partly uh, Trump's doing. And one way you tell that is that the market going into the election, it was very close between Trump and Clinton. But Clinton, if anything, had a little edge in the polls. So when Trump won and the stock market immediately went up, you know, on the face of it, it looks like it was a Trump bump. And so the markets seem to have indicated over, you know, the, those two years that they don't mind his his presidency, even though it at times can be volatile. Yeah, I mean, the if you think about what stock market responds to, they love corporate profits because corporate profits are what underpin stock valuations mathematically. And, and when the uh, Congress passed Trump's tax cut, which included mm. a big cut, corporate income tax, that was like automatically good for stock valuations. They got to keep more of their money, which meant they could give more of it to their shareholders. Um, another thing that helped the stock market was the Trump's uh, legacy of cutting back on, on regulation. And that's indisputable. He promised he was going to do it, and he did it. And uh, that, again, if you think about it, some of that regulation is costly. Uh, less expense on regulation, more money in the pockets of the companies. That's good for stock prices. So we're going to go all out. We're lowering your taxes. We're going to remove one job-killing regulation after another. The regulations have already made a big impact on the auto business and on most other businesses. And we're far from being finished. But considering markets have a tendency to climb, well, I should say traditionally have a tendency to climb and fall with uncertainty, like, let's say, with a president who can be impulsive, why now are the markets acting volatile? Well, okay, so I think it's a good question because 
Trump has been, whether you like him or not, most people would agree that Trump has been a uh, change maker. He's been he's been the kind of person who shakes up the establishment, and that's something you would associate with volatility. So you've had volatility in the political sphere, but for a long time not in the stock market. Uh, the, the way the stock market measures volatility is uh, by looking at the prices of stock indexes, uh, stock index uh, options, I should say. And uh, those option prices were not reflecting expectations of wide swings. And this stayed that way, again, uh, up until roughly October. Since then, volatility has increased markedly. And um, so, as I wrote in my article in Business Week, finally, um, the United States has a stock market uh, that matches its president. And I think you also wrote that um, over those first two years, the markets didn't really know what to do with those volatile comments coming from um, the White House. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. I spoke to a professor from the University of Chicago Booth School of Business who was trying to puzzle out um, why there hadn't been more volatility. Well, one, one reason that everybody would agree on is that markets tend to be less volatile on the way up than on the way down, and the market was on the way up, so yeah. But his theory is that it also had to do with almost like because Trump has taken both sides of many different issues. You know, I can name them uh, NATO, Mexico, China, North Korea, sometimes blowing hot, sometimes blowing cold. The markets just at some point threw up their hands and said, you know, we have to just take all this with a grain of salt. We're not going to respond to every tweet from the president. We're just going to try to see through this to the underlying uh, conditions of the economy. And so the, so the political volatility did not seep through into the stock market. That's the theory anyway. You know, set a baseline for us, Peter. What has the relationship, I guess you could say, between Wall Street and 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue been like with previous presidents? Actually, it's a bit unusual for a president to tie his performance so closely to the stock market as Trump has done. We're all familiar with the tweets. Every time the market would hit a new high, he'd be out praising it and make America great again. And he was really setting himself up for a fall when he did that because anybody who knows markets knows that they go two directions. One is up and the other is down. And you may be happy when it's going up, but you really don't want to have your presidency tied so closely to such an um, uncontrollable force as the U.S. stock market. And so, but he sort of dug himself into this hole. Um, and it's, it's almost like every red day is another punch in the gut for President Trump. So is the markets moving the president, or is the president moving the markets? Yeah, that's a really interesting question, which I tried to address in the story. Uh, on the one hand, the president does move the market, and we talked about some of the reasons, tax cuts, regulation, and so on. And, uh, and yet, on the other hand, it's interesting to look at how the market moves the president, because you can sort of imagine two different ways president would respond to the volatility and the general decline in the market we've had lately. One would be that he would be sort of chastened by it. He would say, huh, they're trying to tell me something here. Maybe I need to rethink my policies. Uh, maybe I need to listen to some of my um, mainstream advisors. And that would be speaking to like Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, um, 
rather than, say, some of the hawks on trade like Peter Navarro, Robert Lighthizer. Um, that's one possibility. Um, although, when you look at like what he did with Gary Cohn, who had been the head of his National Economic mm-hmm. Council, Cohn objected to some of the tariffs that Trump wanted to put in last spring, and he was a voice from Wall Street for President Goldman Sachs. And his street cred did not help him. He was, ended up having to resign. Uh, the stock market fell on that news, by the way. But So there you go. Uh, that's the scenario where he, Trump pulls back. The other scenario is that he actually doubles down and becomes more extreme in the belief that those policies are the right ones and they'll eventually pay off for him. And we don't know yet which Trump will emerge from this. What we haven't talked about yet, Peter, is the president's relationship with his Federal Reserve and its chair, Jerome Powell. How much has that been an impact over the past few months? So, I mean, the markets are way up over what they were. It's a correction that I think is uh, caused by the Federal Reserve with interest rates. It's been a contentious relationship. Remember, Trump picked Powell's hand-picked successor to Janet Yellen, and he was sort of a central banker out of central casting. And at first, they seemed to get along okay, but I predicted in print way back uh, at the beginning of, of Powell's tenure that there was going to be trouble ahead because as the economy got hotter and hotter, the Fed was going to need to raise interest rates. And since Trump has repeatedly said that he believes the economy can grow 3 4 5% a year uh, under his leadership, it wasn't going to be happy with a Fed that believes that the sustainable growth rate of the economy is closer to 2%. Uh, it, you know, the collision was destined to come, and, and now it has come. Uh, Trump recently uh, inquired, as Bloomberg News reported, uh, with his advisors about whether it would be possible to fire Jay Powell. Um, he was told no. Um, Powell just said uh, that he would not resign. Uh, if Trump asked him to. So this is not like a happy relationship. And I think it is a factor in the nervousness in the market. Um, If there's anybody who's more influential over the U.S. economy than uh, Donald Trump, it's Jerome Powell. So uh, it's not, not a good thing when they're at loggerheads. But in the end, is it the president's own tweets and his own policy decisions that will undo the markets that he has long touted? You know, that would be a little extreme. I think there are a lot of influences on the U.S. stock market, um, and the president is only one of them. You know, economists, pundits, the general public tends to tend to put a little too much weight on the president when they're evaluating. You know, they give him too much credit on the upside and too much blame on the downside. So I wouldn't want to attribute all the market's ups and downs to the president. But it's clear that he does have an influence, and lately the influence hasn't been particularly good. Peter, thank you very much. Thank you. Make sure to follow Peter on Twitter. He's at Peter Coy. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm David Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you can get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.